Reggie Ponders, our senior film correspondent. He joins us every Friday to let us know how we can best spend our time at the cinema. But we have the cinema at home now, and there's no shortage of things to watch. You told me this morning that you wanted to talk about basketball movies, and I was like, bet. Some of my favorite movies are sports movies, and some of the best sports movies are basketball movies. So, talk to so me about why subgenre is so special to you. So here, 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 here's my, my thinking. As you already know, I love basketball. I like playing basketball. And there's no sports on TV, so you can't, <laughs> you can't see it. So you, I, I, I'm like, how, how am I going to get my fix in? So before we really get into this, because uh, I got a whole list of movies and all that type of stuff, I, I went on Twitter uh, and Facebook, and I've been asking all week, what were people's favorite basketball movies? And my question to you is, which one is yours? Um, White Man Can't Jump is, is up there. Above the Rim is really okay. good with Tupac. Uh, somebody, on, uh, somebody on my Facebook uh, feed was asking whether or not Just Right is aging well. Uh, the Queen Latifah common movie. And everybody was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not well, you know, you know I, I put it out there, what people liked. And I think it's, uh, it might be a generational. Um, because it is. I, 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 as you know, I compared um, Love and Basketball with Just Right. And uh, yeah. for me, Love and Basketball beats out Just Right. But if you're going to stream a movie, I think that um, that Just Right is, is a fine film. My problem is that uh, Common was just getting started during that time. And he didn't, was. From, a, from an acting perspective, he didn't really come off as a convincing ball player even though he could play a little ball because you've seen him in the NBA celebrity game and so on and so forth. I, I, if you had just put anybody in his place, I think that movie would have been, uh, because the relationship uh, uh, with Queen Latifah stealing the, the, the boyfriend and, and then the ball players who are there, overall, yeah. the, the, the structure in the movie was fine. I just felt that what was lacking for me was comment. It was an interesting choice by the filmmakers to put two rappers in the lead as opposed to like one rapper and, and like a full time actor or uh, anything like that. Because now you've got these two people who uh, are on their like their side hustle, you know, it's like two people who aren't in that milieu doing the thing and nobody had a stronger counterpart to lean on. Yeah, but what I'll say about that, though, uh, Jill, is that Queen Latifah has had proven that she can act uh, by the great. time she got to that to that movie. So I didn't look at her at that point as a rapper at that point because she had already proven in some movies that that she was a strong character. And yeah. um, uh, we talked about um, she's the movie she was in with uh, most death. Um, brown sugar brown sugar right so one of my favorites she was really good in that their relationship in that one was good as well so i think that um uh, generationally people really did like just right now what's interesting about just right i don't know if they did this but this is a piece of trivia what was sanaa lathan's name in love and basketball Ooh, oh i don't remember what was it her name was monica Right, W R G H T. Oh, and what did they name Queen Latifah in Just Right? Was she Monica? No, but was the name of the movie Just Right? Just Right. W R. The school there where they come. To, I'm just saying. So I, so I don't know. I don't know that they were trying to pair that up or 
or even make a, make a connection. But that's interesting. So that's really good. You named a couple of really good ones. But he got game. This was the Spike Lee joint with Denzel Washington and Ray Allen. And this mm -hmm. was really about Denzel Washington having to go to jail. And he needed his son to do something to help reduce his sentence time. Oh, man, this was so good. They had some great scenes of them, the two of them on this basketball court alone. And it, I, I, Spike, Spike killed that one. So I really uh, recommend for people to stream. He got game. This is a Spike Lee movie. That if people got a problem, see, people have a problem with some of his other movies, like um, uh, She Gotta Have It, uh, Do the Right Thing. And, you know, and we talked about this, you know, because people just have a problem with, with some, some of that stuff. But then you can't even have a problem with, with He Got Game. So then I want to get to White Men Can't Jump. Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, they were so good in this movie. The way in which... They, they Rosie came, Perez! And I, I, see, I was saving her for last because, <laughs> because she put the cherry on the top. The relationship that she had with Woody Harrelson, oh my goodness, it, it was so it was so good. If people haven't seen this movie, I am telling you, white men can jump. If you're missing missing basketball, you get a couple of good basketball scenes. But these are two kind men trying to trying to get their kind on, and they do a good job, but they kind of get themselves in trouble a little bit, just just a little bit. The other one that you talked about. And you already mentioned it, Space Jam. This is an absolute classic. If you like basketball, there is a lot of basketball playing in this one. And every basketball player during that time, it seemed like, is, is in this movie. Yes, you get Michael Jordan, but you get everybody else. And then the Looney Tunes, come on, girl. Yeah. It seems like that kind of, like, uh, real person animation uh, combination should feel really aged by now. But if you look at, at, at the movie, they did it really, really well. It's they did it totally really well. This, yeah. this one, it's really interesting that people ask you about just right, does it age well? Space Jam aged really well. Really and does. if you have kids at home who you have to watch a family movie or whatever, you'll enjoy this one and they'll enjoy it too. We talk about Michael Jordan and we talking about kids. That brings me to like Mike, that one was this 14-year-old orphan became an NBA superstar. It's so fanciful. It's crazy. <laughs> but if you're talking about a kid family movie, that's a movie that, that people could go see, see as well. If you're looking for, if you, go, if you think that, if you laughed at me for suggesting that one, then you might want to laugh at a movie like Semi-Pro because that movie gets you with Will Ferrell, Woody Harrelson again, and Andre Benjamin. But this is a comic, I mean, a comedy, and it really is about an owner and the ABA team trying to, you know, win through all the odds and, and stuff of that nature. But then if we want to get to some serious movies, uh, Glory Road is, is a movie which I really enjoy. And it's a real story about the coach Don Haskins and how mm -hmm. he led the first all-black starting lineup for a college basketball team to an NCAA national championship. Snaps to that. It's a totally enjoyable movie, but it's also very educational. So I would uh, recommend that as well. And then I'll just throw in a few others. Cornbread Earl and Me. Yeah. Blue, Blue Chips. Coach Carter. There would be three other movies that I'll that I'll just kind of uh, kind of drop the mic on. 
one of the things that I like about all these, not many of these basketball movies, is that they did have a real basketball star in in those movies. So yeah. when you look when you look at uh, Cornbread Earl and Me, you get Jamal Wilkes from the from the Lakers who played Cornbread, yeah. and that that's an absolute uh, uh, classic movie. When you look at obviously Space Jam, you get Michael Jordan in, in that movie. And even when you look at Just Right, there were a number of basketball players, real basketball players in that movie, and so on and so forth. So uh, it, I, I like the fact that they that it gave some of these ball players. There's just one movie I didn't mention, and I was saving this one for last. Oh, I didn't say Hoop Dreams. I didn't say Hoop Dreams yet. So let me say Hoop no, Dreams. Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams is a is a real important film that people should should see. It followed these two guys. It was uh, His name was William Gates and Arthur Agee. And it really showed the perils of, and the trials of two families trying to get their kids to the next level from basketball. And this was in, done in Chicago. It, this is a classic. It's, it's a must-see. And since I'm talking about documentaries, LeBron's film, More Than a Game, is also a very yeah. good film to watch. I know a lot of people are hating on LeBron, but I will tell you that after seeing what LeBron did to raise his five, the five players who played with him, I ain't hating on him at all because here's a guy who hired all all his people, and his people became prominent industry execs because he said, "Nah, I, I'm gonna lose some money in the beginning because my people got a learning curve; they got to do some stuff." But I'm gonna go ahead and hire my folks, and and he pulled them along with him. So I'm talking about now that's the king. But the last film that I want to mention because I talked about that uh, ball players are in it, and I'm gonna give you a hint to see if you can guess. This guy played in the ABA. When the ABA merged with the NBA, he went to Philadelphia, and he was the face of the team for a, a good minute. Another hint is what we need more of right now because uh, we have a whole lot of patients, but we need a lot more, not nurses, but what movie is that? I give up. All right, The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. That's the name of a movie? <laughs> That's the name of a movie. It starred uh, Dr. J. It had... Uh, Debbie Allen, it had Margaret Avery, um, a lot Stockard of people. Channing. Stockard <laughs> Channing. Oh, she had a major role in this one. Uh, uh, Weathers. Um, so this was a, a 1979 uh, movie uh, that was filmed on location at the Civic Arena. Uh, the soundtrack apparently was super disco heavy as, as things. So yeah, you're Debbie Allen, Stockard Channing, Harry Shearer, who folks might know from his work on The Simpsons or in like Spinal Tap. This is why I've never heard of this before. And now I'm, I've never been so curious to see something in my life. So what's really interesting is that a couple of people on my Twitter feed have said <laughs> that this is the best basketball movie. I disagree. Disagree. I, so I went back and rented this movie for $3.99 and watched it. And I, it was enjoyable but it's not the best basketball movie ever. So, so, but, yeah, so okay, so I'm reading. So, okay, so J Dr. J is here. We got Metal Arc Lemon from oh, the Globetrotters. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is here. Flip Wilson is here. Okay, so this plot point that, that you... So it's called The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh? It is because they came up with the concept to win, which was a team composed entirely of players who are Pisces. <laughs> that is absolutely what happened. So what? What, what happened is that Dr. J got, um, got on this team and he was being paid the most money out of everybody. The rest of the team members were pretty, pretty jealous and they didn't want to play with him. So the team fired everybody else and this young kid comes in who's the ball boy. Um, he tells them, look, the real reason is that they're incompatible. If we put all these Pisces together, then we will be able to win. Stalker Channing played the the astrologist, and and she helped with your moon is in the seventh hour. Oh, is that the fifth dimension? I'm sorry, but <laughs> she she did all of that, and um and they they bonded as a team and had an opportunity to win the championship. Oh my god! It's the fifth fifth that saved Pittsburgh.